Back on the big wake-up call, I'm Ryan Gatenby, and uh, time for my next guest. She is an author, podcast host, and a reluctant expert in difficult conversations. Makes her a perfect guest for this program. The new book is No Happy Endings, and it's Nora McInerney. Good morning. Good morning. I appreciate you joining us today. How are you? Oh, I, I, I'm so glad to be here. Here in Minnesota, we are just bracing for a snowstorm. I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but... We can relate slightly. I think it's going to miss us, but uh, I think we can bond over. I think we both hit about uh, minus 70 at some point in January. Honestly, what is going on? Um, why do we live here? Can we all move um, somewhere warm? That's why, I'm on your, that's why I'm on your show, to encourage all of us to, to move somewhere warm. I hear that over and over, and I ask my wife, why do we live here? And uh, I'm told the restaurants. Oh, yeah. My, my <laughs> husband says the summer. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll hold on. Okay, so July 1st through the 11th? Yes, exactly. The, those beautiful 10 days. Oh, it makes it all worth it. <laughs> but, uh, Nora, I'll be honest, and, and I try to be honest with my listeners because I think you need that bond, and I usually don't read every book cover to cover before I chat with an author, but I could not stop Reading yours, I, I, I thought your book was, was funny and moving and inspiring, and, and I really appreciate what you shared with us. Oh, thank you so much. And I know it's hard to summarize a book in, uh, in a couple of sentences, but could you briefly share with our listeners what it's about? Yeah, my book is about uh, life after life. It is about uh, living at that complicated intersection of happiness and, um, and grief. Frankly, nobody really likes that G word, but I wrote this yeah. book. Uh, the book begins uh, about a year after I lost my husband, Aaron, to brain cancer. And I had spent that year being very busy. I wrote another book that had come out in 2016. I uh, just was constantly, constantly hustling. I started a podcast with American Public Media. I started uh, something called the Hot Young Widows Club. I started a nonprofit called Still Kickin'. I thought if I can keep my brain and my body busy enough, maybe, maybe I'll get through this without even grieving. Maybe I'll be the first person who has completely avoided any real, real grief. And uh, that didn't work. I found myself a year after Aaron died. Um, I met another man uh, accidentally. And I found myself falling in love with him, and falling in love makes you stop. It really brings you into the present moment, and that was all it took for the grief to really catch up with me and for me to really start to dig into everything that I had truly lost when when Aaron died, which was uh, an entire future that I had imagined. Aaron and I had a child together. This man that I'm now married to, Matthew, he was divorced with two children, and we started this process of, of blending a family that had come from two distinctly different broken places, one from a death and one from a divorce, and finding that tension between being grateful for what you have and still missing what you had is really delicate right? You don't want to seem yeah. like an ungrateful person. You don't want to seem like a person who's living in the past. You also don't want to seem like a person who has moved on from something so monumental. Well, one theme of the book, I, I think to me, is, you know, obviously being able to find uh, 
find the humor, to find the, the, the comedy in, in in tragedy or grief that helps you heal. And, you know, I've, I've done that here on the show, and, and I've got emails that, that some people found that uh, inappropriate or or offensive. And we all deal with tragedy and, and grief in our own ways. So why why are we criticized for, for finding something to, to, to smile about at the end of a, of a sad event? Because nobody knows what grief looks like, and everybody thinks that it is this sort of distinct and succinct moment right. in time, right? And and your HR policy at work would have you believe that too. Like you get three to five days if your if your husband dies or your parent dies, and then you come back and you're doing normal people stuff, and so people assume the grief was the crying, and now things are fine. And really, it's all tied up together. I I think that most people, if they're truly being honest with themselves, will find moments of levity even in really difficult parts of life. Aaron, my my late husband Aaron, and my father who also died, they were just really funny people. And so as they were so sick and as they were dying, we were also having some of the funniest moments in my life. Aaron and I, sitting on on, on his bed with him, were talking, I'm bawling, and he's like, I will always be with you, so you need to shut the door when you pee. It's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) And I laughed so hard because, I mean, I shut the door. I just don't shut it till it clicks, and that bothered him so much. He was like, you're 99% there. Just push it shut. You talk about uh, you know why we shouldn't have to 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 crowdfund tragedy, and not to make this about me, but um, but that really hit home. My my wife had a had a very serious miscarriage. I mean, I, I was seriously close oh. to losing both her and the baby, and that was almost ten years ago. We're we're still paying the bill for it, and in a way, it's like every monthly statement is a reminder of that. But then also, it's yeah. a statement that you know we're we're still here, and we have a healthy three year old, and, and and you know we're moving on. Yeah. Yeah, we shouldn't have to do that. I also think that yeah, the death of a spouse is not the only time that we have to um, that we have to live on and move forward. And I'm sure that people assume, like they look at your three year old and they say, "Oh, well, you know, you have that three year old, so I'm sure everything is fine." Right. And what happened to you and your wife? That's always going to be sad. That's a part of your life now, and it's not as if every day you are sad about it, but that is an experience that forms you just as much as the experience of having your three-year-old and watching that three-year-old grow. That forms you, too. And we don't look at the happy times in life and think, okay, it's time to get over it. But we do yeah. that for the difficult things, and that's so hard. And, I mean, you know, there's, there are a lot of problems with the American healthcare system, but one of them is that it is – the things that destroy you emotionally are almost guaranteed to destroy you financially, no matter where you are on, on, the, on the income scale. It just, it just decimates you, and that is a special kind of torture. And I'm so sorry because, yeah, it, I, I, uh, I got, I got the, the bill for my, um, my miscarriage after Aaron had died, and I was like, really? Really? Now I got to now I got to pay for it too. Right. Like, yep, you do. But uh, but but boy, Nora, your your book is just uh, you know, and and I've tried to share as much as I can. It's just really inspired me to try to share more of myself with my listeners. Because if I found part of myself in your book, maybe someone listening, you know, will will relate to some of the stories, and, and that's going to help them either heal or move on, or you know, there's there's not a reason. Morning shows don't just have to be fart and laugh. You know, we can actually move people and have have intelligent grown up thoughts here. 
Yeah, and also, I mean, I'm, I'm, I firmly believe that even if people have not um, have not shared your specific experience, they share a lot of the same feelings about right. their own experience, and just knowing that other people who appear to you know, have it all. Like, you have a morning show. That's pretty cool. That's really admirable. Knowing that everybody goes through something difficult, that everybody that you admire or, or look up to or even dislike, frankly, um, has gone through or is carrying something that you have no idea about is a really powerful reminder, and I don't think that we can hear it enough. Well, I can't recommend the book enough. It's uh, No Happy Endings. My guest is Nora McInerney. And if it's okay, Nora, I'd like to give a copy away to a listener. If you want, I can send you the share of the cover price, but I really want to pay this forward. Oh, no, please. First of all, give away two copies. I will mail them. Whatever whatever listener wants them, just send me their, their address and I will send them. I will send out two books. I got them on my desk right now. Oh, fantastic. Well, I'll keep the one I'm holding here. And uh, yeah, uh, Nora... You keep yours. I'll, I'll send them out. Okay? Great. So, uh, Nora, where can uh, we keep up with you? You can find me online at noraborealis.com or on Instagram at noraborealis. And uh, the book is No Happy Endings, the author Nora McInerney. And thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me.